from the Carter Subaru Studios. This is Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. Welcome back to the show. Hope you guys are having a wonderful night. It's me, Jake Skorheim. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Joining us in studio, as she does every night at this time, we have Lisa Brooks. Lisa, thank you for coming in. My pleasure. We're a little further away than we normally yeah, are. Yeah, usually, now I can only see your left eye. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there How's we that? Go. You know what better. I could do? I could stand up, and then the camera can just see the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this dialed in in here. I don't know what oh, the deal is. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, we're referring to some off-air stuff that doesn't actually apply to the audience, so we will stop talking hey, about you that. you sound like you're right there. Well, they probably wondered why you were sitting over there. If they they see might, the they might be if they watch the camera. Yeah, my, my the normal seat I'm, that I'm in, we can't get it to work. That's just the that's just what happens sometimes with live entertainment. Sometimes you plan a three-hour show, you sit down, you're ready to go, and none of your stuff works, and that's just and you got to rebound, and that's what makes you a pro. All right. Um, we have a great news roundup for you, which we'll get to in just a second. First off, we're going to play a trivia clip. A lot of you have gotten this correct. Lisa, I'm going to let you take a guess here. I'm going to play it for you, and then you can guess. You ready? Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Poetry, beauty, romance, love. These are what we stay alive for. To quote from Whitman, Oh me, oh life of the questions of these recurring of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish. What good amid these, O me, O life? Answer, that you are here, that life exists and identity, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. That the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be? All right, Lisa, it's time to venture again. Uh, Come on. I know you know it. I know you've seen it. As soon as I say it, you're going to go, oh, I know this. Matt, do you know it? It's poetry. Is is it the Dead Poets Society? Bingo. Oh, I got it? You got it. Great, right? Um, Yeah. Yay. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. So fantastic. Really fantastic in that movie. Oh, my captain, my captain. So good. And there's a bunch of great young actors in that, too. Ethan Hawke, who's like, looks like he's five years old, but he's probably in high school at the time. Really great movie. Um, They actually turned that into a really, really successful ad campaign for Apple. Do you remember when Apple used that as an ad campaign a few years ago? Uh It was was that speech over a bunch of this Apple product. And it it was saying, you know... It was just great. It was just great. But good movie. Uh, good job, everyone who voted, who uh, guessed and got it right. Everyone who got it wrong, too bad. Play again tomorrow. All right, Seattle's morning news. Um, well, first I should describe what the news roundup is. For anybody new to the show, we like to look back on all the other shows. We like to see what they were talking about. And there's and a then, cool song. There's a cool song. There's a song. Oh, yeah, we'll get to the song in a minute. Promise? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, we look back on all the other shows, and then we talk about what they were talking about. Isn't that fun? All right, Matt, do we have a song to play? I'm heading for the last roundup. All right, so on Seattle's Morning News, they say, or they're talking about, when did fast food become so expensive? Let's hear about this. It could be that the combo 
broke middle class America, the food combo, the $18 Big Mac meal, and people like content creator Classic Music are expressing their frustrations on TikTok. McDonald's, you come sit your trifling behind down. <laughs> who Y'all done got out of pocket. Y'all don't forget who you were. Y'all not supposed to be expensive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of... A lot- a lot of people had some choice words on social media, uh, words that I could not say on or, or I air. I love McDonald's. The yeah. food is reliable. You Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. can get a latte without taking out a mortgage. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Wow, well, it's become $18. so expensive. How much did you get for $18? $18 Big Mac meals, Dave. So you, get a, Big Mac you get a Big Mac fries What's and a Coke. What's included with the meal? Big Mac, Big fries, Mac fries and a Coke. Coke. Big Mac has got 1,200 calories. That's three meals in one. <laughs> you cut it in thirds, you eat all day. Okay, sure, first, but when you're feeding... You- no, 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 Dave. What? The Big Mac meal back in 1990 used to be, uh, I think, for a family of four, $10.84. Okay, finally, 1990, what, gas was $2? That's very true. And before you sound off on this, Dave, when was the last time you ate at McDonald's? Uh, Saturday. Oh, that's because you're bringing your granddaughter there now, huh? No, no, no. My granddaughter can't eat at McDonald's. That's that's forbidden. But yes, my pals, my baby boomer pals, we sit down at McDonald's. You guys go to Mickey D's and get a cup of coffee and an egg McMuffin and talk? We talk quantum physics and we Burgers. Hash browns are now six dollars in most places. How much? What? So? Yes, that's got to be not the large true. size. It's, there's only there's one only size. One size so it's just be like ninety nine cents. Right? No, that's not true. I can tell you that's not true. What? I don't know where she's getting her facts. Yeah. I don't know if she's buying gold hash browns, but they're not six dollars. Hash browns are not six that's bucks. That's insane. That's insane. That's just not true. I think she unfortunately she read something that wasn't true. Uh, she probably okay. thought it was real. You hash browns are not six dollars. I can tell you from personal experience. How much I love are hash they? browns. What's that? How much are they lately? I can't tell you actually. I don't. I don't know from actual <laughs> personal experience, but I know that they're not six dollars. Wow, that's crazy. I'm that's sure a lot our of money. texters, our listeners know. Text messengers, how much are hash browns at McDonald's? I should just call, start calling you, uh, like I do in my house. Alexa, <laughs> how much is hash browns? Uh, I don't think they're six bucks. I think we could probably quickly look it up, Matt. If you had access to the internet somehow, you'd already be on top of this. Let's find out what hash browns cost. Matt, find out what hash browns cost. I think you made him laugh, so All right. he was busy laughing. All right, so... Ha- distracted with your comedic genius. Um, here's the thing. McDonald's is great. I didn't eat at McDonald's for years and years yeah. and years between... I don't remember what age it was, but I stopped eating at McDonald's, and then I had kids. And McDonald's, their bread and butter is people who have young kids mm. because it tastes the same. They like those cheeseburgers. Like, I just go through McDonald's now for my... I have three sons. I go through McDonald's when I just need to get them fed real quick. Six cheeseburgers, no pickle. That's what I order every single time. Six cheeseburgers, no pickle, no onion, and they just devour them. It's like, they, you remember that scene in Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, yeah. Where they're trying to entice him into the car and they're just throwing cheeseburgers for him to chase? <laughs> 389 for hash browns, by the way. 389? That's yeah. still expensive. That still seems very high. For a little potato, one little, but you don't get two of them neither. You get like one, right? No, that seems very high. That wow. seems very high. I don't okay. like that. Uh, but yeah, so we're just like, we're throwing cheeseburgers to these little monsters, and that's the way we feed them. And then we, you know, we just lead them off to their room. We say, go to bed, Aww. throw a cheeseburger there. And that's not so real. Funny. We don't actually do that. But uh, McDonald's is great. I am excited about anytime I get a chance to eat McDonald's because it does feel like a little bit of a calorie splurge. I bet. It feels like kind of, you know, you're doing something wrong, and there's like kind of a, mm-hmm. a fun feeling about mm-hmm. that. It's a little bit of a, I feel like I'm sinning, even though I'm not. But I like McDonald's a great deal. All right, uh, let's move on. G and Ursula, we spent enough time on the Big Macs. Microdosing, I don't know how to pronounce this word, but the next Psilocybin. One, psilocybin mushrooms is getting trendy. Let's hear about that. 
Yeah. So, okay. So drug, drug use kind of, there's this new sort of trends to do kind of uh, trendy drug use, right? Like whether it's legal marijuana, which has been legal in this state, I think for almost nine years now, if I'm doing my math correctly. Um, of course, alcohol has been a legal drug for many, many decades. So the latest thing among trendy people, this comes from a Wall Street Journal story, specifically working women, including a woman who's 42 and says she works hundreds of hours a week. She says that along with the, the, the protein smoothie she has and the stuff she does to help her kids get ready for school and the vitamins, the turmeric and that sort of stuff, she says tops it off with a capsule of psilocybin, the psychedelic... Act- I'm going to pause it there real fast. Do you guys... Had you heard of turmeric before, like a year and a half ago? It's actually turmeric. 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 Yes. Are you sure it's pronounced turmeric? Absolutely. Like a like a tumor. Yes. T u m e r i c. I think is how you spell it. I've been pronouncing it turmeric. It's a spice that's very common in um, East Indian cooking. Yes. It's it's yellow, and you'll so. No, I know. I eat it almost every morning now because I've heard that it's good for you. So I make smoothies in the morning and breakfast time. I sprinkle some turmeric, turmeric, whatever it's called. I'll be darn. Yeah. Because you can't taste it once it's in a smoothie. Because otherwise it doesn't have a super great taste. It's, I think it mostly adds color to, to foods. and I think But that's it's really it's good for you, right? That's what I hear. Yeah. 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 It's very popular these days. Very popular in my house, at least. Tip ingredient for magic mushrooms. Because it gives her clarity and allows her to be her best self. <laughs> but it strikes me that, I mean, throughout our own country's history, post-war era in the U.S., there was women used barbiturates to aid in sleep, tranquilizers for anxiety, amphetamines for weight loss. There's the benzodiazepine era. There's the Prozac era. It's just that it seems to me that it's people in this era right are turning to something that is not pharmaceutical-based. And it's microdosing. It's not taking, like, I don't know, ounces of, of mushrooms or anything like that. What's your breakfast? I don't know. Mom's tripping again. Have you guys ever tried, uh, have you ever tried, what is this? This is uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Magic, you, magic mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. That's what yeah. they're called. No, I have not. Matt, I have, have you ever, not, but I know some people who say they can be very effective. And they like microdoses, them. Microdoses, and they're yeah. a positive thing on their life, yeah. I've never tried them. They've always kind of freaked me out. Also, yeah. I, I'm worried, that, and I don't think this applies, but I'm allergic to shellfish. So I can't eat shellfish. It's very bad for me. I think mushrooms and shellfish are two different things. Well, yeah, they don't grow them in the ocean. I don't know. There's a there's a thing about there's a consistency in mushroom that I just think to myself. I, I feel like it would be similar to Fungus. like a. Yeah, I feel like it would be. You get what I'm saying. I feel like it would be similar to like a mussel or a, uh, a clam or something. You know, just like the way that it that you eat it when. And so I You're just. You're gonna have to take it to find out. Well, I won't. They, no, because it could kill me. You can it down and mix it into things too, like in teas and such. You don't actually have to. Ingest no, I would never drink a shellfish tea, and I wouldn't drink a mushroom tea because but I'm saying the texture of it doesn't matter once it's ground. Well, up. no, I'm I'm guessing that it could be I could be allergic to it because the texture is so similar in my head to what crab might taste like or what uh, lobster might. I have never had these things. I had I tried it when I was younger, but I developed a strong allergy for it as I got older, and now just I'd be gone. I have to carry a uh, uh, epipen around oh, wow. with me just in case I decide to have a crab dinner. Which I won't do because I'm very allergic. But I I don't like mushrooms, so I don't eat mushrooms either. Uh, All right, Jack and Spike. Girl Scout cookie prices are rising, just like McDonald's apparently. Jack has an alternative idea. What I'm saying is that if Girl Scouts, what they should be doing, and people would buy it, kale chips, Hmm. seaweed chips. Things that are actually healthy for people. Like those like veggie straw things. Because you can buy healthy snacks. Veggie straws are all potato. Have you read the ingredients on those? It's not a cookie. No, it's but, a step in the right, right direction. No, but, okay, this is what veggie... The veggie straws is the biggest grift 
I'm glad did not take their endorsement. Have you looked at the back of what's in a veggie straw? I've never straw? had a, no. It is, Laura, you it's know. It's straight sodium. It's, is it really? Because okay, it, not veggies? No, no actual veggies were harmed? You don't feel your heart rate spike when you when you put one in? As I have my sixth mouth? shot no? of espresso today, Laura. <laughs> I'll explain to you what it would take to spike my heart rate. If you look at veggie straws, they take potato flour, and then the green ones are spinach extract. Have you guys, I'm pausing it real fast. Have you guys had veggie straws? Yeah. 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 I love them. They're good. They're so good. This is <laughs> disappointing. Why. I know. They're delicious. And my kids love them even more. Aww. So like it's way better than feeding them chips. Yeah. You really right? You got Maybe a health not. food that they liked. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's, it's like, I mean, yes, it's a delicious salty snack, but it's got kale in it. It's got good stuff. I like veggie straws. Yeah. Plus you can blow air through them, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Just go... I like that. They're good. And then the, the orange or the red ones are tomato extract, and it's just coloring. So you're saying they've been veggie adjacent. Yes, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. So well, Let me tell you why people love Girl Scout cookies. I don't need it, to hear this. I need to hear not this. About okay. Why, <laughs> why do people love them? I know why people love them. I'm curious about why we don't confront the fact that Americans are addicted to sugar. Uh, I feel like that got off on a little bit of a tangent. They were started with kids. Come on, Jack. He's were, such a buzzkill. <laughs> Come were they on. They were talking about Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he So he's, he, he says they're not good for you. So any. Well, yeah, everyone. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Everyone knows they're not good yeah. for you. They're still Just, delicious. They're helping Girl Scouts, and they're delicious. And you don't have to eat the whole package sure, at once. Sure, just buy them. You could also just make a donation. That's Throw true. the cookie away if you want. I am a firm believer of all things in moderation, including moderation. There you go. Sign me up for some Thin Mints. I like... Thin mints. Yeah, that's my favorite. Too. I love what are the little buttery ones? The little buttery. Oh, trefoils? Uh, just the little shortbread ones? Maybe sh- just, just whatever the shortbread is. Yeah, I think they're is. called trefoils. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. I could just eat those by the and stack. And the peanut butter ones. Oh, the peanut butter ones. Yeah. No, they're great. Yeah. Don't Girl Scouts make a, uh, do they make an ice cream? Don't they make an ice cream somewhere? I've never heard of that. I believe there's a Girl Scout ice cream and I believe you can buy it at the store. Huh. Yeah. And if there's not, there should be. Okay. Because you could, I think they have a Thin Mint Girl Scout. There Scott is I- a Briars Thin Mint flavor. Which is really? Girl, for yes, Girl Scouts, right? Girl Scout. Do they make yeah. money from that or is that just Briars? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They oh, make okay. a cut. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they must get a cut of that. That's good stuff. All right. Um, I actually can't eat it because I'm allergic to milk as well. What else? You're allergic to I'm allergic to so stuff. much stuff. Oh. We could do a whole boring segment on all the things that I can't eat. for you. It, that, that's unfortunate. Well, how do you think I keep my my girlish figure? I can't eat anything <laughs> that tastes good. Aww. I have allergies, so I just eat rice. Cheeseburgers. Yeah, cheeseburgers and rice. All right, uh, John and Sherry, we're talking about Topeka, Kansas. They have an interesting idea about who they want to move there. Let's hear about it. Topeka is calling all immigrants who are eligible to work to come to town, and they'll pay you money for this thing. Kansas has uh, had a bunch of investigations since 2022. Apparently, a whole bunch of legal immigrants go to Kansas. Nobody wants to be in Kansas. Kind of a eh, sort of a nothing, nothing state. People that live there, oh, I love it, but doesn't have the best <laughs> doesn't have the best PR for itself. Um, so now they're advertising. How much money are they going to pay you? Well, they're not going to pay you to go there but they have about 6600 open jobs yeah so if you are it's not like they're saying okay bring us everybody where you've been dropped off in these sanctuary cities let's have all those people what they're saying is if you have a a right to work in this country you've been through that process they would love to have you come there so they provide a lot of services they say a large well not a large percent but probably about the the hispanic population has grown about 25 percent in the last decade um they have a lot of learning programs for english and for other skills so it is a, a a welcoming place for someone that is allowed to 
uh, work in this country, not just for anybody. Yeah, but Kansas, I'm just reading about the number of times ICE has gone in there and caught all these different corporations from McDonald's to other uh, places that just needed to hire somebody, trying to find somebody. They sued a bunch of them and they caught a bunch of the people that were working in bars and restaurants and fast food, housekeeping and stuff like that. Because the employers are like, we're not really looking or is a fake social security number or something because they're so desperate to get anybody. That was an interesting clip. Have you guys ever been to Topeka, Kansas? Nope. You? Matt, have you ever been? I have not been to Topeka. I have been to Wichita. You've been to Wichita, yes. Kansas. Yeah. I've never been to Kansas. It's one of those states, though, that I mean, I know it from, isn't that where Dorothy's from? Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. That's really all I know it from. And the is, Kansas, no, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Ch- uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Are they all in Kansas City, Missouri? I don't know which side of the board. I think they're, they're all on. in Missouri's Kansas City. I think they're Missouri, City, yeah. I could be. Big, big, exciting stuff for Kansas. We're really excited for Kansas this weekend with the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Kansas City? Well, I, I have no idea. We don't know if it's in Missouri. We're just a bunch it's of smart. It's probably in Missouri. I think it's in Missouri. Yeah. yeah. So we're excited for Missouri. All right. Uh, that was a really great way to end News Roundup. <laughs> There's a lot we don't know tonight. There's a lot we don't know. I'm allergic to everything. Uh, you don't know geography. Not, you throw cheeseburgers geography, at your children. I throw cheeseburgers at my kids. It's not like a red letter day here on the show. Uh, it is Missouri, by the way. It's Missouri. Yeah, we knew it. We knew it was Missouri. Okay. We're smart. We all got that, actually. So, yeah, we yeah. know. Totally smart, guys. All right, we got a lot of great stuff coming up. Next, Mickey Gomez is going to join us. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about who's playing at halftime. She's going to play me some songs that I may or may not know, and maybe you know them, and maybe you don't. We're going to play that next, coming up here on Cairo Nights. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Scorheim. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. I have a very special guest on with me right now. Mickey Gomez joins us from Cairo News Radio. Mickey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. So, okay, uh, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Yeah. Everybody's very excited about it. Are you going to do? Do you get? Do, what's your Super Bowl plans? How do you? How do you celebrate that national holiday? I don't. You don't. You don't my, watch it. My team's not in it this year. I wanted the Lions to make it, and I'm yeah. like, forget about it. Yeah. That would have been fun. It would have been. It would have been amazing. No, we're gonna watch. Come are, on. Have you? been watching are you are you a lions fan i i am a lions fan. so you love like jared goff you're excited I like about all him. of that yeah, yeah like all of good. it it's amazing but um when i found out that usher was going to be performing during the halftime show i was kind of like oh uh, it's usher but yeah but i had to go down the usher history and then i started listening now to you're the songs. a fan again I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? As a matter of fact, I think that this is what he's going to open up the halftime show with. Oh my gosh. I mean, he has to, right? You know the song. Usher and Will I Am. Keep playing. Keep Baby, playing. let me love you down. Is that a new song or no. is it? No, it's an old song. Oh yeah, it's an old song. Okay. And Obviously, if he doesn't, ton of Usher stuff. If he doesn't kick it off. With OMG, oh my God, then he'll kick it off with this one. Peace up, eight town. This is the one that I know. You know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, with Lil Jon. Lil Jon. Uh huh. I know he better perform this one with Pitbull. Do you know this song? That's a hit. That's right. I feel like that song could be released now. It's still a hit. Totally. Okay, that's uh, that's Usher and Pitbull. DJ, DJ got us fallen in love. So Usher, you went down the Usher rabbit hole a little bit. I did. He's been famous since he was like 
young. Very right? young. Wasn't Very he almost young. like, he was like a Justin Bieber type. Maybe right. not quite. Like he wasn't And dancing. he discovered Justin Bieber, And remember? he discovered Justin Bieber, yeah. 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 So, um, so what I found out is that it's been nine years since Usher released his eighth album, Hard to Love. Another interesting fact is that Usher's had nine number one hit singles. It's a lot. Okay. Yeah. His ninth studio album, Coming Home, coincidentally drops February the 9th. A lot of nines there. A lot of nines. Guess who's playing in the Super Bowl? Kansas City Chiefs. And? Oh, the 49ers. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So suffice it to say, the number nine might be Usher's lucky number. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Usher is a big... He was a huge star. He was a huge star. He had that Vegas residency for two and a half years, which wrapped up in December. Yeah. He's big. Yeah, he's still a big star. Yeah. Okay. Because when they announced him, I had the same feeling that you had yeah. initially, where I was like, hmm, you know? It was kind of like when they announced Coldplay for the halftime show. Remember that? It a was little, like Coldplay. A li- yeah, a little bit of a, oh, okay. Yeah, they're still huh. around, I guess. I mean, everyone knows who Usher is. Yeah. He's only got one name, so obviously he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but his... Uh, but when you look back at his body of work, like the songs that you were just playing, then yeah, yeah he makes total sense. Yeah. It's like this retrospective Eminem, he was the halftime performer, right? At some point recently, remember when he performed at the halftime yes. of uh, Super Bowl? Dr. Dre, Mary Dr. J. Dre. Yeah. Oh, that was epic, right? But when you look back at his, like maybe Eminem, I, I don't know, I'm like, I'm not super caught up on uh, mm-hmm. rap albums. But when you look back on all his hits, yeah. you go, oh, yeah, he's a superstar. Right. Yeah. And then when you think about Usher, and and I, honest to goodness, and I felt bad because I, I've actually, you know, I've, I've run in, I, I used to run in those music circles, right? I used to be in the music industry. What? And so, yeah, so I've been in that circle. And Wait every time I, what? Slow down. No. I used to run in those music circles? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I worked in, I worked in radio in the music side. So I've met everyone. You've actually met yes. Usher. Yes. Have you really? Yes. What's he yeah. like? Is he tall? Uh, he doesn't look tall. He's not He's not much taller than me. He's okay. He's nice. But that's why when I heard, oh, Usher is going to be performing, I, I was like, he, oh. I knew he couldn't be that tall because I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a short person. I'm uh, just a little over six feet. I'm like yeah. six one, six mm-hmm. one and a half. Yeah. He and Pitbull are right around the same. So people who are lengthy as me, yeah. we don't move well. And Usher moves. <laughs> Usher can move doggone well. Usher moves very well because his center of gla- his center of gravity is low. Much, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and mine, <laughs> I'm gangly, right? Well, listen, I look like a scarecrow out there. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I want to apologize to Usher for even going. Oh, it was Usher. Now I'm like, oh my, OMG. Yeah, this is going to be an amazing show. He's going to break it down. Um, odds makers, if they get it right. Usher will kick off the show with. She likes it my way. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. It's too I slow. More, I want to hear more of my way. Yeah. And if and if things go my way, Lil John, who actually lives in Vegas, will make a surprise appearance. I think that's probably the more likely. Maybe like, even Justin Bieber. Like you hear. Well, why wouldn't Justin Bieber? It's like when they did that. Was it Dr. Dre? Was Who was the halftime performer who brought in all the people? Who Eminem. Brought in? Was it Eminem Dr. or was it Dr. Dre? Dre? No, it was Eminem. And then it was Dr. Dre showed up. Mary J. 50 Cent. So all the and, people have been connected to him. So right, like, right. So why wouldn't all these people who are connected to Usher I'm thinking maybe David up? Guetta. I'm thinking maybe even Pitbull. I mean, uh, Will I Am. Did he? Do you remember the singer Brandy? Yeah. Did he date Brandy or were they just in the same? Why did I think he had a connection to Brandy? Maybe. I don't know if they did. I don't know. Yeah. But Randy they, and Monica, the boy is mine. I but mean, they maybe were super they were famous about, at the same time. Like they were, they were all famous. They were all super famous mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. I need to get you caught up on like 
Put on, on music, on music. From 30 years ago. <laughs> that's another Usher song, by, by the way. You know that one? Music from 30 years ago? That's no, what it's called? I'm so caught up. Got me feeling. Caught... No, you don't oh, know that one? Okay, never mind. I need to learn some Usher songs. Okay. Go listen before Sunday. You know who's excited about him? Who? My wife. Oh, yes. Of course, she's excited about Aaron Usher. Aaron Grinello's excited about him, too. Aaron he Grinello's and I were talking excited. About it. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, and uh, so I think a lot of people are going to watch. They definitely know their audience. Mm-hmm. I think they realize that their audience skews over 35. Yeah. And so. Women over 35, I think, are very excited about Usher. I'm going to be dancing in my living room. I'm pretty excited about the show. And go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Are you rooting for the Chiefs? I am rooting for the Chiefs because the Niners beat the Lions. Here's here's another thing real fast. Did you hear about this rumor that one of the players was bit by a coyote? What? You didn't hear about that? No. Okay. So this was going all around the internet in the last few days. Uh One of the players, because all the teams are staying. They're not staying on the strip because obviously that would be, you know, security reasons, very difficult. You also don't want your players who, uh, you know, to... You want them rested. They're probably staying somewhere near Fremont. They're sta- they're actually staying near Lake Las Vegas, which oh, okay. is about 25 miles outside of the Strip. Right. Uh, the Chiefs are staying near Lake Las Vegas, and the 49ers, I think, are staying at the Hilton Lake Las Vegas something. So they're both 25 miles away, out in the desert. I mean, I know Vegas is in the desert, but like really out in the desert. Really out in the desert, exactly. There's uh, one of the players, apparently, according to this rumor that's going around, this is all conjecture and it hasn't been confirmed by the NFL, but some of the NFL players are talking about it. Uh, one of the players on the rumor is that it's a player on the Chiefs team mm-hmm. was out near the lake and happened upon some sort of a coyote situation and that the coyote whoosh, took a snap at him no. and, and got him and snapped him, like okay. bit him. And so the players are going around. I have audio from one of these guys, like the defensive back or something. He's going around asking the other Chiefs players. He's like, did you guys hear about what happened to what's his face? And none of them are saying who the name is because they're <laughs> supposed to keep it quiet. Because this is all anybody's talking about is this coyote. Uh-huh. How crazy is it that somebody gets bit by a coyote? And then with rabies. And then he Rab- goes and then goes rabbit on the field. We talked about rabies a ton on my show, yeah. actually, the other night. It's crazy. Yeah. Like only it's a very it's a it's not a dangerous disease for many people. I mean, like if you get it, it's bad news, but yeah. not many people get it anymore. They usually only one to two people a die per year in the United States with rabies. Mm-hmm. It's very treatable if you get it early. But if you are bitten by an animal and they can't catch that animal, they can't verify it doesn't have rabies, they have to give you rabies vaccine. Right. And that can be a real pain. You're not going to like it. Maybe but, it was the chupacabra. Or it could have been a chupacabra. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a coyote. I don't know. You just got it wrong. Chupacabra. Maybe they're just making it up so that way, you know. Or, just... or we're just talking about it. Right. And that's what it's about. All right. Um, so Usher, that'll be fun. Mickey Gomez. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. All right. We're excited for the Super Bowl. Let me know your uh, predictions. 888-97-3-5476. Who do you think is going to win? We're going to be right back here on Kyra Nights. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Scorheim. Welcome back to the show. All right, I want to play you guys some audio here that I'm just not quite sure what to make of. So we'll just kind of go through it together and we can just try to come to some sort of a conclusion about this together. And I, so I'm going to need your help on this. So we're, we'll play audio. We'll, we'll, dis- you know, we'll discuss all this. So basically, we find ourselves politically kind of between a rock and a hard place. And this was really highlighted today. Biden gave a speech today that was kind of, some people really found it to be kind of disturbing. We've talked about this a lot on the show. Biden is very old. He's very old. He's like 81 years old right now. If he wins this second term as president and somehow lives through it, he would be 86 when he finishes his second term as president. Now, if you're just looking at the actuarials, 
that's not a great thing because men don't tend to live that long. That's just the truth. Or look at Donald Trump on the other side. And that's the rock and the hard place thing I was talking about. Donald Trump is not a super likable guy. There's a lot of people who like what he did, maybe politically, like maybe there's some policy things that they like that he did. But on a personal level, people struggle to get excited to vote for Donald Trump. Not everybody. Some people get really excited to vote for Donald Trump. A lot of people, though, find him to be off-putting. And so where do we cast our vote? But listen to this. This was kind of highlighted today. Uh, Biden gave this speech. In fact, he did this press conference to kind of address rumors and to address conversations that people are having, like on radio and generally in the media and also on uh, the Internet, that maybe his memory is not super sharp. So he gives this speech. And when he's giving the speech, he actually makes memory mistakes as he's giving the speech. Listen to this. Like, here's how he started. He talked about, and he said, and this, I thought this was like a very sympathetic Biden as he's talking about his son. And this is the really tough part. And this is where I think we kind of need to, I, I need some help here because I find, and I, I'm not going to say who I'm going to vote for politically. I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. But just as a person, when I hear Biden standing up there in front of the press, and when I hear him struggling to uh, communicate like you're about to hear, or I hear him misremembering things, you do feel bad for the guy. He's 81 years old. That happens. That's totally natural. That's just like a natural part of life. As you get older things become a little fuzzier unless you're like a real anomaly and your brain somehow gets sharper. But I don't know if you can point to many people that that happens. But with Biden, I don't think there's anybody out there who wouldn't, who would argue that Biden is not losing some of his mental sharpness or quite a great deal of it. So listen to how this press conference started today. No, there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away or passed away. So you can hear there, I mean, obviously he's not super sharp in his speech, but I think what he's saying, obviously it comes from the heart. Obviously he misses his son. His son passed away. Uh, his son died in 2015. He had brain cancer. Very sad. And, but people have been critical of Biden saying, listen, you're, you're misremembering how your son passed away. That's a big thing to misremember, to not remember correctly. Here's him in 2022. This is Biden in 2022. He's given a speech and he claims that his son, Bo, died in Iraq, which did not happen. He did serve uh, in the, uh, uh, Bo Biden served in the Delaware Army National Guard. He was deployed to Iraq from 2008 to 2009, but then he came home and he lived a life. And unfortunately, he got cancer and he passed away from the cancer, which is incredibly sad, just tragic, horribly tragic. But Biden claiming that his son died in Iraq and him actually passing away of cancer. Those are two very different things. Captured key positions and broke through the German defense line at a pivotal point in the war. 
Just imagine, I mean it sincerely, I say this as a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. So you heard him there, he says lost his life in Iraq. Now that didn't happen. Biden's son sadly passed away in 2015 from brain cancer. And here you have the president saying, you know, I'm giving this press conference because some of you question whether or not I remember my son passing away. Of course he remembers his son passing away, but he's not remembering it correctly sometimes when he's giving these speeches. And then in this speech that's about him, this press conference that's about him addressing the fact that he's having these mental issues or he's not, and he gets the president's name wrong. He mixes up Mexico and Egypt. As you know, initially... The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really hard. So this is just a thing that people are trying to figure out with Biden. He's giving these speeches. It's not working out. So what do you do in this situation? Do you vote for a guy who is struggling, clearly, in front of us in real time, I have great sympathy for elderly people who are struggling with mental issues. I totally understand that. I get it. I've had it in my own life. And But on, on the flip side of that, he's running for the highest office in the land. Like, how do you square those two things? It's a very difficult thing to square. Uh, and then on the other side, you got Trump, who seems energized by being the president. Somehow he seems younger every time he's in, you know, most people come out of the White House and they look older. Trump looked younger somehow. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. All right. Uh, we got a lot more coming up on the show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back here on Cairo Nights.